Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. We are here with a very engaging light being. Lee Colliver Richards with Conversations with Love is a beautiful spirit here to share some beautiful wisdom that releases us from the third density and allows us to step into higher frequencies of love and joy and our authentic self. Hello, Lee. Welcome. Hello, Lauren. Thank you so very much. Oh my goodness, this is so exciting. It's like like meeting a good friend for the very first time after all these years, you know? Really fun. And you are someone who lives your passion. You're full of passion. You are a former kindergarten teacher. And you bring that joy with you in, in just the way that you radiate your love. Share for our listeners how you awoke to what you're doing today. Wow. Well, I guess it was to, um, mm, how can I say this? <clears throat> I, um, I started school when I was only two and I'd finished first grade, uh, third grade by the age of six. And then I got put in public school. So that's kind of when the, um, the unawakening began. Yeah, I mean, you you graduated from third from third grade when you were six years old. Yes. So there, there you were put into this accelerated path in education. Yes. Did that strip you from something? Well, no. It actually gave me the capacity to recognize that every one of us has a, a, a genius that exists and every one of us has talents. You know, there's a beautiful gospel song that talks about everyone has one talent and, and it's, it's learning to, to, to get to know your unique talent and allow it to be in the world. What, what what starting school and being always the youngest kind of had me do was um, become a little arrogant. Because you were seen as a smart child. Uh, That's right. Um, and mm -hmm. you, you, no, not normal. <laughs> okay. And so... When did you graduate from high school then? 15. At 15. And then did you go to college after that? Well, actually, I did but first they the college wouldn't accept me i grew up in canada and so the university in our town said no you can't even apply so my parents were were they just wanted to 
They knew you were smart and they wanted to give you the best that they could. They totally did. And a friend of theirs was an engineer on sabbatical in France. And his eldest daughter was staying behind to take the exams at the lycée in France. So they sent me to this little town in France and I boarded with a French family, learned to speak French and um, learned, found out through that experience that I really didn't know anything. And I suppose that would have been the beginning of my true awakening. Would you uh, say that the foreign country experience gave you that perspective? Without question. Yes, this is where in our new earth, as we rebuild programs, wouldn't it be wonderful for all high school students to, to go outside the country? Without question, because okay. learning a new language wakes up parts of your brain and it, it activates um, a deeper, a deeper learning and it also humbles you because it's like that first experience you have as a baby. You know, the babies come in, I mean, oh, look at me, right? Take care of me, here I am. Look, 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 I can do anything, <laughs> right? And, and, and then you, you know, you, 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 you get to know the rhythms and, and to learn a new language is so humbling. That was my awakening, was this humbling, this sense of, you really don't know what you don't know. And there's so much more to life than what you think you know and what you've been told is the truth. I mean, imagine, you know, people, um, I grew up in, a, in Saskatchewan, Canada. My mother was um, a farm, her family was farmer, were farmers. And, you know, no electricity, no running water, my grandpa had to put a rope around his waist to go out to the barns because Saskatchewan's all flat and if you're in the snow, you can't see anything. The horizon and the sky and the land are all the same. So, um, so those beginnings as um, basically a settler in a native land, we we were very insulated. We were very isolated. We were, we were insular, provincial in our, in our outlook of life. You know, Mark Twain says travel is, is the enemy of bigotry. And, and truly this experience that my parents gave me was wonderful. And, and the, the, the woman who, who was the, the eldest of the, uh, engineer's family who you know suggested I go do this she is still my friend to this day so um, I I highly recommend it in um, I'm just I'm gonna kind of di digress a bit but you mentioned something about new earth to me new earth is the earth it's the earth that we have not been experiencing it's the the cultures and the depth of knowledge and the wealth of experiences and 
and the, the, the allowing of these unique talents that everyone possesses to just blossom and, and just share. I mean, we, um, in my kindergarten classroom, and by the I, way, you have a golden halo on a sunbeam on your crown chakra right now. <laughs> that's, and that's, that's perfect this, timing. This beautiful, this beautiful <laughs> place that we live in central coast of California after 40 years in the city of Los Angeles. So, you know, uh, life does give you gifts if you ask for it, you know. Okay, um, so sorry, go ahead. Yes. So, so what I was saying about the kindergarten classroom, so we, we started this school in 2009. And the idea of this school was to create a community, an entire community. So parents are included, children are included, they're the ones who are directing their learning, you know, every one of us has an innate curiosity, something that we just want to go towards, you know, that we're drawn to, but our limited experiences as children doesn't we, we don't know so it's up to the adults to help direct that beautiful energy right so we we started this school and it was completely project-based and there was no sense of okay you're in this classroom and you can only know these children and you can only know this teacher and only have that experience it was the entire school community and we 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 access the curriculum through projects and um, there's a, a school in Italy called Reggio Emilia schools and they're an entire community the entire Italian community is the school and everybody's involved so our our kindergarten to first grade I went with them so I would be the kindergarten teacher then we'd go to first grade and then we'd be the community of first grade with new teachers and we had a project called the Culture Project. Oh, Lorraine. Now imagine this, a classroom of about 25 children. Just about every country in the world represented, because you think of Los Angeles as a melting pot that it is, right? 15 different languages. You should have seen the culture board. We had shoes from Pakistan and food from Tibet and and Native American sage and 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 British scones. <laughs> you, you name it, it was there. And the parents would come in and we had. Um, oh, it was just so miraculous. And the children got to learn about themselves without the pressure of, oh, this culture is better than that culture, or that language is smarter than this language, or this way of thinking is a better way of approaching whatever. They, they really saw the richness and the wonder, and they learned about themselves and about others in ways that uplifted everyone. And to me, that is exactly what you do in, in New Earth now. You know, whatever resonates, you gravitate towards, and then you explore further. And when it stops resonating, you go find something else. You let your curiosity direct you towards that which makes your heart just blow open and get excited. So um, 
did you create this school or this was modeled after that school? No, actually, I learned about Reggio Emilia afterwards. I was one of one of the co-members um, of the school. We were. Um, and so, but you built a school in 2009. Yes, in Los Angeles. And it's part of the public school system there. It's not a that's great a, a separate school that people couldn't access. And it it it's just it was um, it was a beautiful experience. I really love it, and I and I value it tremendously. Um, and and to me, it's like that's that's kind of my my research, my social science research that I I I, I still dabble into and. My heart pulls me towards, um, I'm actually working with um, a group in India who is beginning a school in India called SSS Anandvan. And we are working together to co-create it as a newer school. You have a lot going on and it's beautiful because you are following the heart joy and allowing or, or creating opportunities that allow children to be free in that way. So, all right, that's incredible. And that's the other side of Lee that um, that's like really working in the world, making great strides. I mean, it's already part of a school in Los Angeles. Again, you should be commended for that because it really is beautiful. There's another side to you and this is this joyful healing side and helping people get out of that old paradigm. And so there's something you have, um, you've got a program that's called your very good body revival. And so let's talk about what this is. What, what do you mean by this? What, what's going on here? Okay. Well, I left public school in 2017 and um, and, you know, having been in public education for nearly 30 years, um, I didn't realize the extent, <clears throat> excuse me, the extent to which I had really tamped down and damped down what we would call our spiritual body, our spiritual self um and so it was really in 2017 when i began a a more spirit a more spiritual journey for me and and i guess what what i what i know is some of the coping mechanisms that i created would be to like close my heart and um People, people who have kind of like they're they're a little bit more introverted, perhaps, or or they they kind of like to hold everything really close because of you know it's it's kind of hard sometimes in the world <laughs> um, when you're too quote too much too out there too whatever um, that that's how it started and what I discovered was that I have a spiritual body, that there is a soul that I'm a part of. And, and then I realized, oh, 
there's a part of me that's emotional, that sees the world and processes the world through my emotions. And then there's this physical body. And well, I just have to let you know, in 2017, I was about 40 pounds heavier than I am now. And um, just not fit. I had been in um, three back-to-back -back totaled car accidents, you know, where I got smashed from behind or wow. ran a red light and smashed into me. And so I had... had so the universe was really trying to wake you up. Really you waking me up. Okay, so that was another level. I mean, all right, here you were already aware, but there was something that really knocked on your door, so to speak. Right, because you realized that something was missing. Your heart was closed. Yeah. Many people don't even know what that means. No, it's true. I didn't either. So what I happened? Didn't either. Was it these car crashes that No, I think it was the process of wanting to be well, wanting to be feel good in my body, wanting to and truthfully it's being more aware of the truth of being of what a human being is we are spiritual beings i had denied myself the right to feel mm. so everything was a mask <laughs> and isn't it interesting the time we live in right like everything in my life was a mask and because I'd had such a, an accelerated life as a young child, right? And I'd had so many incredible experiences. I mean, to be able to live in, in France safely as a 15-year-old without my parents? I mean, jeez. Okay? <laughs> right? Like, like freedom, or so I thought. And, and... I just, at some point, and we, we might get into it, and we might not, but at some point, I, I couldn't take the pain. And so because I couldn't take the pain that the world gives us, and I felt so alone because I had no spiritual anchor. And the spiritual anchor is nothing more than being one with nature and enjoying a walk in the park, seriously. Or, or tending to a plant or, or cooking a good meal with consciousness and rejoicing in it. But I had denied myself for decades the right to feel. Basically, I just couldn't take it anymore. And so the imbalance in, in my being, the spiritual body, the emotional body, the mental body, the physical body. And, and if, if I were to be honest, <clears throat> I probably lived 30 years entirely in a mentally imbalanced body. And there was nothing else. It was like, oh, you get too far into feelings? Nope, nope, not going uh -oh. there. So you were really in the mind. Yeah, completely. Headstrong. Wow. And arrogant again. I just felt again. just big shivers because 
So much. I mean, that's our world. Our world is in the mind. And that's what this whole journey is about, is coming into the heart. It's beautiful to hear your story of how you did that. Okay, continue. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> um, well, it, yeah, like the universe will send us signs, right? And we can either pay attention or not. And it wasn't just once I had a car accident. It was four times. Ah, oh, four, the great new foundation that you were building. Okay. Right? Four times. Four times. Four times. And quote unquote, none of them were my fault as far as, you know, I'm sitting at a stop sign and I get hit by somebody who's going 90 miles an so hour. What happened? So, you know, like, like, all right, that got your attention for something. And then, then was it after the fourth accident that you said? It was really, truly the, the journey to, to heal. I just want to, I want to tell you a story about my granny. She um, was of Czechoslovakian descent and married my grandfather when she was in her late 30s. And she had began, she was a career woman. And this is in the early 1900s. And she wanted to be a lawyer. Wasn't allowed. Wasn't something that was allowed in Canada. And so she, she, she married my my grandfather in the early 1900s at a very late age and then had my mother and her brother um, about seven years after that. So she was like a really late birther in, 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 in early times and she was what I suppose you would call a medicine woman because she knew the land, she knew the flowers. Like she, I remember when I was very young it was springtime and she would have a garden in front of the farmhouse, which was a sod cabin in Saskatchewan. Like, and, and she would take like little snapdragons and she'd go, you want to hear the flowers talk? And she'd pinch it and she'd make the flower actually talk, right? And she would, she would boil herbs and things to, to, to make, but I didn't, that all of that was rejected by the modern world that I was put into, this intellectual school life that I was put into. And why did I go back to that? Because what these car accidents did is, you know, first you go, you know, I get taken to the hospital and they put me on the stretcher and they, and, the, and literally, I'm not kidding, the doctor walks in and says, can you squeeze my finger? And, and he pulls up my hand and he puts it around his hand and he says, squeeze, come on, squeeze. Okay, you can go home. And that's modern medicine. And it's all paid for by insurance and they call health insurance, health care. So basically, I, I would have to say, Loren, what you've led me to realize is that that journey was my healing journey. It was to keep seeking no, this isn't right. I, I haven't found the right one. And I kept, so then I was introduced to acupuncture and massage and, and, and chiropractic, which scared me to no end. Um, different modalities of physical therapy and still not working. And so what did it lead me to discover? It led me to discover that we are our healers, that the open heart to the most high source is our healer 
the earth is our healer and and that's you know that seeking keep seeking keep i haven't found it i haven't found it and that journey is what led me to realize and open my spiritual body yes and it shows absolutely the world thanks you because that is an inspiration to others who feel lost who may feel that same way just um, blinders on to other things in their life um, the spiritual side the heart right just being feeling compassion for others and really tapping into solution energy when we work in this heart space we bring forward beautiful things we do create heaven on earth so thank you for your journey now you're a guide to help others get there as well so this program that you've developed actually you've got many there's much going on in your life but today we're talking about this beautiful program your very good body revival and it goes into these areas the spiritual emotional mental and physical yeah so share with us a little bit more about what how this benefits your clients because you've done this in your life okay so i'll just say um that 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 waking up means what it means becoming aware right i was living in so much grief and denial yet refusing to feel why i was in so much grief and denial and so basically if i if i were to say you know how how what what this program does is it dehypnotizes you <laughs> It allows you to just, oh, just wake up with some relief and just go, oh, I'm not wrong. I'm not creating mayhem and violence and, or at least I'm not wanting to do that. What can I shift? How can I look at myself? How can I talk to myself in a way that is uplifting in a way that lets my own heart give me some compassion and give me some some support and you know just like this very good body wants to support us in every way and each level of our being is another avenue so it's like wherever you feel you you've denied yourself yourself that's where i would start with this program so say for example you were like me and totally in your head and just like you know no i'm not gonna feel it i'm not gonna think about it i'm just gonna ignore it i'm gonna just do what i do and i'm good at it so i'm just gonna keep going what i'm good at and just be small and and kind of petty that's just me okay not saying they're petty, but like that was just, I, I recognized how, how petty I was, how little I was in my thinking, denying myself the right to even think, to tell you the truth. So I started, I mean, for me, it was the mental body. It was the mental body really coming off of this autopilot, 
um, just not even aware because how else could those car accidents have happened? Right. I wasn't aware yeah. of myself in the world. Open your eyes. Yes. Yes. Open your eyes. Open all of them. Eyes, all of them. The third all of them, right? eye. Yes. Wow. And let alone even beginning to meditate. You know, there are some who say, absolutely not. I cannot meditate. Well, that should be even the call to go learn or practice. You know, more. I just, can, can we just, can, can we just do like just a minute of breathing together? Because seriously, I'm feeling a little bit like I'm spinning again because I'm excited. And this is really, this is really remarkable to me. This is such a gift. So, you know, it's, it's just like, what have I even been conscious of my breath during this interview? You know, have I even allowed myself to to be fully present in this interview? Like, you know, just take a few deep breaths and and just feel the energy, this life force energy. That is you. And there it is, you know, just in your breath, right? So meditation is what? It's just resting in the awareness of your breath. And just pausing and just going, oh, there it is. Okay, there's my spiritual body. There is the inspiration. Okay, heart. Okay, heart. What? What are you telling me? Oh, yeah. All is well, right? Just be open. Like, you know, think about it as a kid when you were, I don't, I don't know if you enjoyed school, but it, like, I loved learning. It was so exciting to me, right? Gee. You know, you put you put some vinegar with some baking soda, and boom, you can blow up a balloon. Wow, is that ever cool? Oh, what does that mean? How's that possible? You know, you put a lima bean in some 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 water and put it in the sun in the window, and all of a sudden it's got these shoots. You know, Jack and the Beanstalk, right? So, like, just allowing yourself to relish in in the miracle of every moment of our lives and the beauty of it and 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 just just well so this meant your very good body revival is is the title really tells you like what i'd love for people to start to recognize and honor this very good body. Just like, wow, like, because I really feel as, as though, you know, we are the earth, right? We are the earth. We're, 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 we are all states of matter at every time, at, at every moment. We are earth. We are solid land. We are fire, you know, the digestive fire and all of the chemical um, 
reactions that are happening to make our digestive system work. And we are air with this breath. And we are water. What are we, 70 or 80% water in our blood? So it's like as we honor our very good bodies, how much more will we honor this, this planet, Mother Nature, so much more and have gratitude and then start to see each other. I mean, there are so many peoples on this earth that know great wisdom of the earth and the natural ways and the cosmos, <laughs> right? There's so much more to explore that we haven't given ourselves the time that we are given in these beautiful bodies to, to enjoy and to explore and to discover and to share. So, so I would say the Your Very Good Body Revival is like a New Earth Revival, man. Like, I want to have a party, okay? <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about some of the practices that you offer in that course. So what do you do on a daily practice to assist yourself with that? When I first come to conscious awareness in, in bed in the morning, and I'm aware that I'm alive <laughs> and awake, okay, then that's when I start to give my mental body direction and begin the conversation with love and you know I'll say what um, I might say a prayer um, you know angel of joy descend upon the earth and give beauty to all beings which is one of the Essene prayers or I'll um, say my little mantras. I am creating peace, harmony, laughter, love, integrity, truthfulness, dignity, beauty, and power through divine love for all energy in all dimensions. Creator of all that is, it is commanded that all energy in all dimensions define itself as these attributes. And then I'll give thanks for all of the life support and it's just whatever is in my awareness sometimes if i've had dreams i'll ask myself what what does this mean to me today and then i'll do avayenga which is a it's an Ayurvedic process from India, which is their, their medicine system, the Ayurvedic medicine system. And it's basically means self-love massage. So, you know, start with running the 10 dragons through my hair and, and then I'll be nice to my joints. So I'll pinch and turn my joints, you know, 
give a squeeze on the muscles and, and give a little roll on the joints and start with my fingers and then I'll just work through my body and then I'm ready to get out of bed. And then there's three, there's three things that I do every morning. So I'll do, I'll just get out, stretch like a downward dog. Then I'll do 10 squats, 10 push-ups, and 10 jumping jacks. And then I'll go, you know, <laughs> you know, wash. 10 squats, and... 10 jumping jacks, 10 push-ups. Yep. And so you just do that. You don't need to give yourself any pressure to do more. Or that's no. just all you do. That's just what See, I that's do. that's a new earth um, mentality as well. Because when you first started, you mentioned 40 pounds heavier. Yeah. What were those 10 push-ups like? They weren't possible. I didn't get off the ground. <laughs> so, okay. 10 push-ups. It's simple, people. 10 push-ups, 10 jumping jacks, maybe 10 sit-ups, 10 squats. And that's it. That's it. And then, then, you know, it's like, okay, then I'll, I'll come out of the bedroom once I'm dressed or sometimes not, sometimes I won't get dressed. And then it goes, and, and here's the other thing is, and I don't like, I, what I've recognized is go with the flow. If I, if I, if I don't do the, all the, that total ritual, I'm not going to beat myself up. It's like, no, that's the whole point <laughs> to go with the flow. Oh, well, maybe I just want to go for a walk this morning before I have, you know, breakfast or tea or coffee or whatever it is that I'm going to have that morning. Or, you know, maybe I want to just sit outside and watch the sunrise or maybe the sun's already been up for hours and, <laughs> and I'm going to clean bathrooms. I mean, it just depends, you know, you just go with the flow. And so that's important for those who are uh, leaving the corporate matrix, for example, striking out on their own business, where it's not this get up and go rush anymore, or checking your emails first. I mean, for some people, sure, it could. But what you're doing is taking time yourself before you engage in the computer or the mental body too much. You're really taking time to be in your own energy and honor and this, that. That's why, that's what, when you said you're honoring this body, you're honoring all the bodies and now you're describing how you do it. Yeah. It really means, because so when you do start your day that way and you're in that place, or even if you stop and play with your dog or your cat, or you do something that brings you joy, when you do go and engage in that mental world, or the mental aspect of what needs to get done for that day, you're in a different vibration that brings in new creativity. Completely. There it is. You, that's the word. That's the word right there. It's inspiration. Like inspired action. Inspired action. And creativity is our true nature. And within that creativity that is our true nature, every one of us, then we've each got a, a very special talent. Yes. And it's learning to, to, to nurture that talent and partner with life. That's it. 
And all of us, if all of us, if all we do is bring people or assist, get into our heart first, and then assist others in truly living from the heart, compassion, respect, joy, harmony, peace, we've done our job. If we can, I think that's why we're here. Not necessarily oh, yes. to help others, because we're not here to save or to keep people from their own awakening, but just to simply be present in the heart. Well, think about it. I mean, you know, a hermit can live just fine by themselves. Someone can live completely alone. I mean, look at Bigfoot. Right? I mean, there are people who live completely in nature without any other human life mm. or any other human creation than their own. That's not me. I, 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 I thrive on collaboration. I know that about me. And so, you know, it's like in really being true to your own energy in the moment and allowing yourself to feel what you feel and then enjoying playing with other people and the energy that they bring without you know without judgment i mean that was what these little children really taught me they they loved me unconditionally and I, I was just this stranger they were thrust into her classroom and they just loved me and so what am I gonna do I'm gonna love you back right and wow did we have fun and 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 it was inclusive in other words we included their families and we included whatever they brought that day was it always what we call uh, even? No, <laughs> sometimes it was extraordinarily chaotic and a, a lot of pushback. Like, you're not going to make somebody do anything, right? You're not going to make somebody do anything. Sure, you can become violent and force them, but it, even then, if you, if, if we're not, it, connecting with one another in in a natural way then it's just coercion and there's really no there's no creation in coercion so so like what i'm what i'm getting from you is that this very good body revival is saying okay take the time every day to just be with yourself you know, I've sat in meditation sometimes and just bawled my eyes out. Or I've sat in meditation and just gritted my teeth the whole time. Or I'm just jumping up and down. <laughs> but it's whatever it is, right? And even if it's just three breaths and you direct your energy before you get out of bed, you just allow yourself that moment and then slowly but surely you'll check in and you'll start to recognize oh i am in control i like myself mm. 
How can I even like myself more? <laughs> How can I really honor this very good body even more? Um, you know, and some of the other daily practices are to journal and then to breathe 10 minutes of just resting and focusing on my breath, meditation, prayer, whatever you call it, quiet time. <laughs> me time, yes. Yeah, me time. So this program that you've been talking about, what does it include? What are the contents? It's about four, four, four sessions, if you will. And they're guided towards just um, releasing the pressure. So you just sit and listen or lie down and listen or even walk and listen. It, it doesn't matter, right? But in the beginning, I would say, you know, really give yourself like carve out an hour once a week to listen to each of the sessions and begin where you feel it's the hardest for you personally. So if you feel like you've been fighting yourself mentally the most, you're at war with yourself, I would start with mental body. Um, your very good mental body clearing session. If, if you feel like you've been denying yourself the right to connect, like you maybe like you're not connecting with others or um, then I would do the your very good spiritual body revival I would start with your spiritual body if you find yourself in relationship disharmony with other people I would start with your very good emotional body and if you're um, physically um, feeling like you're not moving, stuff isn't moving, your energy feels really stagnant, maybe your body's not, you don't feel like you've got a lot of physical energy, then maybe start with your very good physical body session. So those are designed for you to take one hour and then each day during the week of that focus, let yourself focus on what that integrative part of your body is, is communicating to you. Really start to hear. What are you hearing? So like, for example, for me in, in the mental body, um, really getting off of that inner critic hamster wheel I would start to notice ways I was talking to myself or just doing everything without any heart just basically like totally autopilot unconscious totally unconscious you know get up get my phone go sit in the bathroom look at emails but not really read them have no idea what they're saying not even this is just like totally oh asleep 
you know, zombie-esque, if you will. <laughs> not, and not... You begin to become aware of belief systems. Truth. And Absolute how you've limited truth. yourself in so many ways, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely, Lorraine. Absolutely. So these are a series of MP3s, right? Yes. And yes. again, people use their own intuition on where they start first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then there's a, um, also included uh, 10 minute, different 10 minute meditations that have different focus. So there's one that's a pranayam breathing, which is like a four part breathing, you know, where you breathe in hold, breathe out, hold, and it's just a focus on that. And then another one where it's just a focus on feeling the breath, sending it to the body, not necessarily holding it. And then another one that's a focus on the emotional body, you know, permission to feel, whatever and allow yourself the expression. Um, I really recommend uh, Julia Cameron's three, the morning pages, she calls them. So you get up and you just, it's basically a dialogue with yourself, wherever you're at. Sometimes it's not pretty, sometimes it makes no sense, sometimes it's, um, a rant, a rage, it can be whatever it is. And truly, you can put anything on that page, and I highly recommend doing it. You don't even have to reread it. You can just burn the pages before reading, you know. Um, but really, truly, in the morning, or whenever you feel a need to express and you just, something's just, <laughs> write it out. That's that's my way. You know, another way is to go to go for a bike ride or to dance to music like or to, to you know get some colors together and just just put it put it down whatever whatever is fun for you sew a dress cook a meal you know whatever is fun for you to whatever ways of of artistic expression that you found or maybe you've denied yourself the the right to play with because somebody told you whatever, you know, sing. Singing is always good. Yes, the world should be humming, singing, and dancing. Yes, it makes the joy takes a joyful noise to make the world go around, right? Mm -hmm. and right, and like Bob Marley said, help one yeah. another along the way. It makes life so much easier. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Lee. This is a really wonderful conversation for anyone who wants to really work or, or utilize these tools. These are really tools on how you and everyone can work with our energy bodies to honor all energy bodies. Is there anything else you want to add about this program? Well, I d yes, um, because we, we had talked about this, Lorraine, and I'm a, I've, Theta Healing is the, the latest modality that I've discovered in my healing process. And I would like to offer anyone who, who wants to do this project 
um, two 15-minute sessions, private sessions with me in a Theta Healing, um, they, you know, you could, we could do like the first 15 minutes or we could do a 30-minute session before you decide to, to start the, the program. Or we could do a 15 minute at the beginning and a 15 minute at the end. Um, that That's something that I, I wanted to add with this um, special offer, this gift that you've given me to be able to get to know people and and uh, and bring this bring this out of me. <laughs> Thank you so much, Loren. So so that would be it. So basically there's the four one hour times that you give yourself. So you do that once a week and then every day you do one of the 10 minute meditations or you just set your timer for 10 minutes and focus on your breath. And honestly, please do some kind of journaling or some kind of artist date that you give yourself to, 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 to allow whatever wants to express and even if it feels like a regurgitation or it feels ugly to you, let it, let it happen. Please let it happen. The, one of the biggest ways we deny ourselves the integration of our four level bodies is to, that this sensor, this inner critic, this outer critic, even. Because everything we are needing to create as a, as the human race or humanity, if you will, is, is to allow ourselves to really see the beauty that is this human life and all that, all that we have already created and how we can steward this beautiful planet and our our global community of love and human kindness and equanimity and honesty and integrity and you know sustainable living and true democratic government governance you know, which is sovereign of yourself first and then being in the world in a way that that models your authentic integrity and and you know the living god if you will <laughs> yes yes we are evolving and it's a cleanup process along the way yeah unraveling from limiting belief systems programs your work assists people in this because on the flip side, once we get through it, again, that's the solution energy and the creative energy and the heart-centered energy. Yes, and it feels like it's really hard and, it, and it's really just, it's truly only in our minds where it's hard. Yes. Or, or, or that it's like once, once you you see where it is that you've been denying yourself and congested with grief and and fear really that you've done it wrong or that you're going to do it wrong or that you're that we're guilty of something that we're not 
then you'll really find ways to, 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 to do it yourself, if you will. You know, you'll, you'll build this house of you in, in, in ways that work for you. For those watching and listening, if you'd like to work with Lee, you can access this very special program. The link for it is available right here on this webpage. Thank you, Lee. This has been beautiful. Lorraine Gary. And we know people are inspired by you. And I wish you the best in all of your endeavors. Thank you. And also with you, Lorraine. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation. And thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.